open the floodgates Memories age like a fine wine I'll remember all my favorite songs As if it was the very first time Open the floodgates Fill my head up to the line Dump the contents of the sky Right out into my hollow mind Hi, I'm Lily I'm Emily. And I'm going to sing to drown out the car horn. I'm Luna Fakeida. Let's open up the floodgate. All right. Yay. We did it. We did it. We did our intro again. Good episode, everyone. All right. Wrap it up. (laughs) Wrap it up. Tie it all up in a big bow. Throw it out the window. All right. Hello, everybody. Throw Welcome it back. Doug Bowser's window. It's another recording session for us. Today I have for you Push Back the Hands. <gasps> of it's what? a song that I've brought. Of time. Oh my god. That part's not in the title. Oh. It's not in parentheticals? No, it's no, Push it's Back the Hands is the name of the song. Um Push Back the Hands is the if not the first, one of the first songs that released after I started listening to They Might Be Giants. Mm, yeah. So this one has a special place for me as like, oh, this was new when I was getting into them. Yeah. Um, and then also, it's a very good song. Oh, it bumps. Yeah. Absolutely. No. Really good vibes. Uh, a lot of historical They Might Be Giants references. Uh, the instrumentals oh, yeah. are great. Um, Luna, would you like to tell a little bit about the song, like singer, release date, everything like that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, throw us into the deep end. Let's go. So this was recorded in 2017, but then released in 2018 as a It's a lot more recent than I was expecting. Yeah, no, like four years ago. Uh, This is a super recent song. Yeah, Yeah, Um, book just came out. Like, oh, wow. So yeah, Still this release released as part day. of a um, dial a song on their um, YouTube channel before eventually a bunch of those got compiled into. Um, oh, what was the album? I What's like album fun. This on? That's it. This was on I, I like fun. fun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the previous dial a song compilation album you might have been thinking about was Glean. And that came out, I think, in 2016, so... Oh, I do love Glean. No, I just... I couldn't remember the name. I like fun. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, as far as I know, a bunch of the ones that were Dial-A songs then went on to just get released as I Like Fun as an album. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them still didn't, but uh, uh, this was, like, the first new song of theirs that I got into. Um, so it's pretty great. We've got um, John Linnell on... All of our vocals. We've got Linnell on the keyboard, Flansburg on guitar. Of course. Yeah. Classic. That's it. Yeah. That's what we got. Back to roots. Back to it's just the Johns shredding on the guitar and shredding it up on the keyboard and singing I mean, some wild shit. James Yost and Pat Dillett did the uh mixing and engineering, which yeah. to hold mm-hmm. some uh, hold here because there's a lot of sounds that are definitely on the mixing. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so, I mean... I, Go ahead. I, 
we have to immediately talk about those like really short, sharp notes on the electric guitar. I oh think. yeah, it's yeah, such a great sound. My first hit was actually going to be like the uh, the the low uh, bass synth tones that are prevalent throughout the song because it's it's very driving. It I was saying uh, during the listening that it was a lot funkier than. Uh, than a lot of it's definitely uh, a really funky songs yeah yeah i'd agree to that um the thing i particularly like about both of those together is they come together to form at least in the interlude parts of the song between the verses a very sort of glitchy sound lending to yeah for sure like video and themes around like time i was gonna and, mention like, that it, it really mm-hmm. factors into the music video and uh that very pixelated like uh almost amiga or atari 2600 like art style mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i definitely i also just really love glitchy stuff in general it's very aesthetic oh yeah i love it big fan so. of nintendo core <laughs> You're not? No. Big fan of I Fight Dragons. Uh, I really need to, one of these days, actually listen to any I Fight Dragons at all so I can know what you're making fun of me for. No, Lily's making fun of me because I actually used to listen to them. I'm also making fun of myself. That's my my sin. That's my cross to bear. (laughs) So, um, <laughs> to get back on topic, we're so bad at staying on topic. That's fine. Uh, yeah, back on topic, the song. I also, like, the lyrics in this one are just packed full of metaphor and illusion, mm-hmm. and I'm, oh, it's real good. This is one of those songs, this is going to be some very revealing shit that I'm about to say. Yeah. This is one of those songs that gets used for AMVs on YouTube. Like it, it, it you can apply it to so many other situations. Again, oh, sure. I was really yeah. into the adventure zone around this time. I have a full, the adventure zone animatic planned out in my head to this song. Like, look, it's, it's just how it is. Yeah. It's, it's very good. I, I really enjoy that aspect of it. Um, a big part of the song, like, I love the metaphorical lyrics. The way they're sang really works for me. Uh, A lot Mm -hmm. of very high, like, long-held notes, but everything's kind of sang with an om- I wouldn't exactly call it forlorn, but vaguely nostalgic tone? Wistful. Yeah, wistful. Ooh, wistful a is word. a very good word. Yeah. No, it's it, yeah, it's definitely a very wistful song and like trying to call back to the to like old I mean, push back the hands of time. It's right there in the thing. Yeah. It is trying to pull back to uh uh the past. Um Yeah, wistful, nostalgic, definitely. I think the 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 singing really captures the feeling that the lyrics are also going for. And then we also get some, um, in the lyrics, some absolutely baller lines, like Dawn breaks like a fallen vase. Mm -hmm. Such a good simile. (laughs) That's, Oh, I love that. 
And again, the 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 imagery here is just really powerful. I'm oh god. I could just I can and have just listened to this song on repeat for multiple hours in a single day. You're insane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's very good. The bridge is probably one of my favorite parts of this song a lot of the instrumental breaks out and there is just the uh like static of the guitar like a single held note and the bass is the only thing that's driving it at the point yeah so like i just love that that little moment of silence before it breaks back into the chorus but yeah i like, I would say this is definitely up there with songs I really like from I Like Fun. It's The thing I think I enjoy most about it is because the lyrics are so dense and, uh, like, lyrically woven, mm-hmm. the rest of the instrumental is taking a step back to allow it to have that leading role. Yeah, again, it's... like, in terms of instrumentation, this is a very, like simple there's two instruments yeah, it is deceptively simple mm-hmm. i love it it's, it's very good they made it like they knew like oh we don't have to bring a whole bunch of ingredients to this soup like we're gonna get the ones that hit just the right notes and it's gonna be great mm-hmm. and they do that a really uh, is there anything else thing you want to talk about uh yeah a little bit actually um, okay. this kind of leads into an overall thing, but, um, this album was made at a very politically tumultuous time, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. very clearly, and a lot of the songs on here were perhaps not about the tumultuous, like, times that the songs were coming out in, but were at least influenced or inspired by them. Uh, Linnell has said so himself, which I think this song definitely is the kind of song that was like, that has a tinge of things seemed better in the past. Like, Mm -hmm. that that sentiment of those rose tinted glasses. Yeah, we can get to that more in interpretations, though. Oh, absolutely. Uh, would y'all like to hear some trivia about the song? Take yeah, it away. For sure. Okay, so this video, uh, which is a great video, it's video game themed. Uh, it follows a cyborg time traveling through various different periods of time referen- that are generally references to things. Um, mm-hmm. In a video, very video game Atari style. Uh, this was directed by David Cowles and Jeremy Gal- uh, Galanti. Sorry. And the animation was by Brad Petullo and Jeremy Galanti. With backgrounds by Ariana Palmer and David Cowles. Uh, this style has actually been used by They Might Be Giants before. With um, Put It to the Test, uh, Here Comes Science, and Thinking Machine. All from Y. Which was a... Children's album? I I guess you could say a children's album. I don't know. There are a lot of things from Why I listen to on a regular occasion. I guess just because it's children's music doesn't really mean you can't listen to it. I regularly listen to Weenie Man. 
That's a children's song. <laughs> oh my god. What? You got a problem with Weenie Man? I do have a problem with Weenie Man. Fuck you. I don't like listening to it. Why? I hate it when you play it. It's a perfect song. <laughs> it's not good. It's great. <laughs> In any case, off topic, off topic. <laughs> trivia, uh, trivia. Viaggio nel tempo, seen in the upper left of the video, is time travel uh, in Italian. And Leveo, or Lavello, I'm, I'm, I don't speak Italian. I'm assuming it's Leveo just because it's double L's and it's a romance language, but. Mm-hmm. Shrug. Um, is level. So the general vibe is that these are, in fact, video game levels that they're traveling through. Um, and. Some of the levels they travel through are references to various things. So in level three, uh, our main character lands in the video for the Mesopotamians, another They Might Be Giants song, and runs into Hammurabi, the Mesopotamian king and also member of the band the Mesopotamians. Um, Level ten... Can I just get a quick, like, opinion from y'all on what what you think of Hammurabi, the dude? Um, <laughs> just general vibes of him. His haircut makes him look like a Mohinju Darin. I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. That's all I've got. Luna, what what do you think about Hammurabi? What do I think about Hammurabi? Yeah. Let me pull up the image of him again, real quick. All right. You have to get the one from the Mesopotamians music video. No, 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 no. That's what I'm. That's what I'm pulling up. Okay. Like, maybe this is. Like, I love the undercut look. Uh-huh. I just, I, I, I look at it and I'm like, oh, Skrillex. <laughs> that's about all I got. <laughs> yeah, you know, Mesopotamian. Hammurabi is ancient Skrillex. Pretty much the same. You heard it here first. Um, level ten, which has two different shots for it. Uh is shots directly from the Don't Let's Start music video uh, with our main character uh, playing as Linnell. Level 8 is interesting because it has a Morlock in it, which is another weird They Might Be Giants poll, referencing the Time Machine, the film based off the H.G. Wells novel. Um, They Might Be Giants has a habit of referencing weird underground dwelling creatures, see them referencing slee stacks from Cloisonne, and they go back to a different level 10, and in that one, uh, our main character is standing in front of a courthouse, which is the Hill Valley Courthouse from Back to the Future, and when the time machine goes off is the exact same point the clock strikes 10.04pm, which is the time in the original Back to Future when the DeLorean leaves. Of course, yeah. Alright, all pretty fun. Um, the term mission creep, uh, which is used in the lyrics as both a means of saying, like, the mission creep, and then, you know, it dealt a dual meaning. A lot of the lyrics in this have a little bit of a dual mm-hmm. meaning to them. But mission creep comes from... The idea of a mission going far beyond its original goals, like, very, Mm -hmm. very far beyond what the original purview of it originally was. And, yeah, and then eventually leading to spreading yourself thin, too thin, and then disaster. Exactly. 
Um, and if you would like a living, breathing example of that, watch the videos on the Marble Machine X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that is mission creep. It is feature creep all over. Good lord. Uh, and finally, uh, unwelcome visions of rosy fingers in the song is presumably referring to Dawn. Uh, rosy fingers is used a lot in old Greek romantic poetry to refer to specifically the early bits of sun that crawl in at the start of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely an allusion yep. to that. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's actually pretty it's... much it for trivia. Other than, I mean, you could maybe take a guess that the fourth level they go to is supposed to be a reference to um, to the town with no name because it's laid out in a similar way. But most generic cowboy oh, towns <laughs> look like that. How yeah. about a drink, bartender? No, it's a very fun song, a very fun video with a lot of little allusions to time travel and to things that they might be giants themselves has done in the past. Yeah. Uh, Oddly enough, it's surprising that they didn't go with a Don Quixote reference. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that would be a little cumbersome to like... I suppose. Yeah jump through yeah i think like i mean they might be giants while their name is a reference to don quixote i think like that's not everything they do has references to all sorts of crazy inspiration Very and true. classical stuff they are like, a storied band they they don't really tie themselves down yeah it's not like oh this one thing we love so much we want to talk about it it's like we love all of history and want to tie it all forward. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So that's very true. Yeah. I'm not I'm not necessarily surprised that Don Quixote doesn't show up more often than I just think does. there should be more stories about senile old men. <laughs> Fair. Alright. I I mean they might be giants does have a lot of those. Yeah. Just Older, this one's slightly. When will not you bad. die? Twenty eighty two. When will you die is maybe yeah. a bit of a mm-hmm. cop out, but twenty eighty two is not uh i'm alone is about being insane i don't know necessarily senile but could be so anyways do you have any interpretations this is your favorite song oh for sure yeah this is one of my favorites i mean it's definitely a song like again it's about nostalgia and about wanting to go back to an earlier time um but it's also about that nostalgia like not necessarily actually being useful like you would give up your right arm to go back to when you had a right arm mm. like this ultimate like it's folly in the end to 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 do that like there was no point on um, you know the, there are some rose covered glasses and that kind of stuff but it would it wasn't actually better back then it's just different Right. Mm-hmm. That's sort of what I get from it. And then there, there's just a lot about, you know, also like the future is scary. So that's probably why we want to go to the past. But mm-hmm. also like 
the future isn't necessarily going to be bad. Um, we've got, you know, this a lot of tying together like positive and negative in imagery. Dawn breaks is usually a great thing. Like a fallen face is not. Broken glass glittering like diamonds. Um, unwelcome visions of rosy fingers, which is a very like positively connotated phrase. Yeah. So it's definitely just being very, it's like a midlife crisis song is what yeah. it is. This yeah. is a song about a midlife crisis. This is a song for your dad. I was going to put out that in my personal opinion, this song is at the period in which it came out and the period in They Might Be Giant's career, uh, very much a like song you sing after you've had a career that spanned 30 40 years oh fair fair enough yeah i also... almost like it's a a meta retrospective on the band yeah itself. It's, i mean it jumps back through very old they might be giant songs in reference it mm-hmm. has a lot of allusions to nostalgia but also like again luna said kind of a like worry for the future but also like the idea that nostalgia isn't all it's cracked up to be i think it's a bit like a celebration of the band's history and like you know when you're having a really bad day and you go and you look through an old photo album or something and you just kind of reminisce over old memories you had and it's that kind of like wistful Mm -hmm. joy where you're like these things aren't around anymore and they're gone, but like I still get great joy from looking back on these. I think there's an element of that with yeah. that song with this song. There's also a noticeable element that you can pull out of like again, like it's concerned about the future, it's concerned about the past, it's also concerned about the present, like with the the mission creep, uh the screeching tires but never a collision, is this idea of something living uh, like living longer than it needed to doing more than it needed to like are we just still making music because that's the thing we think we're supposed to do or is this actually a valuable thing to be doing still Mm -hmm. okay uh emily you got anything um yes actually okay Okay. The song is about the Spanish flu. Okay. Okay. (laughs) It's evoking a lot of feeling of nothing being permanent Mm -hmm. and uh, the sort of symptoms that are uh, uh, associated with a lot of different plagues that were happening in uh, Europe around that very specific era and uh that sort of sense of impending dread while also looking back on times in which things were healthier everyone was prospering or at least living normally (laughs) almost as a portent of things to come ominous Okay, I see what yes. you mean. I, I I don't think necessarily Spanish flu is the the best pull for that. Uh, given... What you think, like some sort of pox outbreak? No, the dancing plague. <laughs> I would like to take your attention away from plagues for a second Death. and think of another like 
large scale thing that's very scary that we have to tackle as a society. Oh, communism. This is climate anxiety. Oh. I mean. I thought this was uh, the red scare. No. <laughs> no. I would think that I would I would more like if we're associating with that like existential dread on a mass scale, I would associate that maybe more with climate anxiety, which was very pressing at the time. If this song had came out three years later, I absolutely would have been with you about like, yes, this is a song about a plague specifically. Okay, I I can see like a a climate disaster being a thing. I think. uh, Especially with the last stanza being, you know, the uh, red fingers and just having like that. Mm -hmm. Everything is warming up. Everything is, you know, becoming an issue. On the I would say there are multiple songs of this album that are potentially about climate change. Uh, by mm. the time you get this, yeah. it's definitely one of those. There is a precedent for it. that. Uh, I'm almost certain is about climate change. Mm-hmm. Okay. And last wave. Let's get this over with. There's a lot of very final songs on this out al- on I like fun. For it to not be the final album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really fascinating. Yeah. We're not the only ones with interpretations. Um, oh, of course. Yeah. We have several interpretations courtesy of This Might Be a Wiki. Thank you again, This Might Be a Thank Wiki. Thank you. Um, this time, we've got a couple. Um, not many as in-depth. Maybe not many quite as funny ones. but Not uh, many in-depth, but there is one. We've got one... <laughs> Yeah, we've got one that's um, first off, like trying to take this more, way more, way less metaphorical about life events, like we're making it and making yes. it about a single event. This is a song about a car crash mm-hmm. and about time coming to a crawl when you're in those life or death moments, right? Uh, and you know, uh, you know broken glass screeching tires yes like there's a lot of all very evocative of one specifically penultimate moment there's some people theorizing even further about this car crash leading to losing their arm or mm-hmm. their spouse and child hmm yeah which holy uh, fuck <laughs> Um, I don't know that necessarily I would extend the literal reading of the song that far, but I see it. I see what you mean by it. Absolutely. Um, it's definitely something that, you know, could be the case. Um, they're, uh, they might be chance also like has a history of songs that you can connect in with this theme. NyQuil Driver being one of those um, <laughs> very obvious ones. Uh-huh. And... One of the protagonists of Spoiler Alert also, there's a car crash happening there. So I haven't I, watched that one yet. Don't tell me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, um, Nyquil Driver is so also yeah, there, known there, as AKA Driver, just for people who <laughs> aren't aware that it was previously a promotional for NyQuil. Yeah, fair. One of my so, friends like, uh, used to have the online screen name of the NyQuil Ninja. And that's all I can think of. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Maybe they were the NyQuil Ninja and then they became the NyQuil Driver and then yeah. got on the car crash. Is that anything like Baby Driver? <laughs> yeah, something. I think so. 
Okay. <laughs> something. Um, but yeah, like, so, like, it's definitely something the Johns have written about before. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not entirely out of their own possibility. It's a it's a decent interpretation. Right. Um we also like I've talked about it's about being in the band and it going on for too long and maybe regretting being a part of it or something like that. I don't know necessarily that would go as far as they would regret being a part of it because the Johns very much do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. If they didn't want to be in the band anymore, I feel like they would stop making music. Yeah. You know? Um, but Run maybe they do have some complicated stops. feelings about their older music. Oh, and maybe sure. this is a song about that. I mean, any artist is bound to have some pretty complicated feelings about the art they put out. Mm-hmm. Especially after 30 fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are, of course, people who are reading this as being about time travel. A yeah. bit blasé. Yeah. You could make this about a time travel. I mean, again, this is one of the reasons why it works so good as an AMV song is because you any story that has time travel in it, you can match scenes to metaphors here. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so- Especially those catalyzing events that, you know, mm-hmm. are prevalent in the song. Uh, somebody notes a few other references that I didn't allude to in our trivia section, such as uh, Leveo uh, 5 being the Titanic, which, I mean, very clear <laughs> in the video, but still important. Um, six yeah. is a yeah. firing squad. Other, like, impending disasters. Ooh. Okay, so just reframing the car crash in a different and, way. And... Mm-hmm. Um, Eight is the uh, person writing with a crash test dummy. Uh, this user seems to think uh, that it is a reference to the album cover of Mink Car, which does have a crash test dummy in a car crash. Oh, I don't know if that's quite true. It doesn't have quite the same style, and they seem to be matching styles, but it is still like fascinating. Alternatively, the song is about uh, the sequel to Evil Dead Army of Darkness. <laughs> I think that one's probably not the case. What do you mean? Uh, I you think can't tell me that all, Bruce Campbell isn't somewhere in this song. No matter which way you interpret it, this is a song worried about just life and the period of time that we are in. Whether that be impending disaster personal future the current moment the past mm-hmm. it's definitely a very deeply like wistful and and you know worried song yeah, yeah. i would agree on that absolutely Anyways, thank you so much for listening floodgate is a production of tiny lunar dragon studios you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash tiny lunar dragon studios you can also join us in the discord at discord.tinylunardragon.studio we've got uh that's where we talk about the episodes talk about it with us bring up if you think there's a point that we missed or a point that we made that was wrong like feel free to come in and tell us like oh, we'd yeah. love to have more conversations about it come in tell us what song you think we should do next we're hoping to um if we get patrons who are interested um 
uh, we've got a rotation where I pick a song, Emily picks a song, Lily picks a song. We've got a rotation where I pick a song, Lily picks a song, Emily picks a song, and we're hoping to add like into that rotation, you guys can pick what song that we talk about. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in that, again, you can support us on Patreon or just yell at us in Discord. Oh, Either yeah. way. Um, you can find uh, our music at uh, uh, was done by the wonderful Bones. Uh, currently going at Mealy Bones on Twitter. It'll definitely be in the description because it has changed a couple times over the making of this show. Oh yeah. Um, we you can. Uh, our cover art was created by Emily Cardamus, who we super appreciate. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, and our theme song, um, you can actually purchase. Uh, Bones has it available yeah, on their band. It's camp. available as a single. I sing it all the time. And you should do that. It's very good. Uh, is there anything else that we need to plug? I think that's I think it. We're good. All right. Well, then. Thank you for joining us. And remember, everybody dies frustrated and sad. And that's beautiful. Emily. Yeah. Do you think King K. Rule would make a good podcast host? Absolutely not. Can you imagine how much he'd show for like crypto? Oh yeah, that I mean that might still make him a good host though. Like what do you think, Lily? I mean it would make him a good I host mean, for investors. He might be a good host for like an investment podcast, but I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things where he's like very clearly a ghoul and it would be a ghoul centric podcast. A ghoul? Yeah! Yeah. The ghouls. Alright, fair enough. Hey, smooth skin. How do you feel about crypto? Hey, smooth skin. You want to invest in my fun? (laughs) Join us for more discussions like this every other week at the Ultimate Tier List. Found wherever you can find your podcasts. Open the floodgates